Okay, biggest turnoffs. Biggest turnoffs. Attitude. Um, what kind of attitude? You know, snobby, bitchy type. Give me an example. Like, if you're sitting there complaining about everything, okay. you know what I mean? That's just negative energy. Like, yeah. I mean, it, you complaining ain't gonna do me no good. Do you like black girls? Of course. I'm just like, bitchy me, attitude me, complain a lot, me. I guess I'm not his type. Beautiful, I got a question. Yes, babe. If you weren't married to me, what you be doing right now? In these streets. You be in these what? <laughs> I believe a dude should be tied up in these streets. <laughs> Te quiero porque quiero que me quieras Porque como tú no hay nadie más bonito en tu cuerpo Yo, what's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang for being in here, being involved and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast. Here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, we got a great show today. We're going to use some more evidence, not anecdotal evidence, to support our case over here. That marriage is one of those things that you should be taking into consideration, there's a lot of risk. And don't be not getting married because of the risk. Think about the consequences of a busted and broken down marriage, all right? So we don't use anecdotal evidence. We don't use proof of our own failures or success to talk about the fail failures of success or marriage. We actually use uh, overall data to take a grand look at things. Now, listen, if you want to get married, go ahead and get married. I I'm not trying to prevent you from getting married. I'm probably going to say in 2022, it is not in your best interest to do so. It probably is not going to work out. And as long as you have an exit strategy or an exit plan, you'll be fine. As long as you're willing to, um, you know, assume the risk related to marriage and divorce, go ahead and do it. You know, I always tell people if you can afford a marriage and divorce, it's not a big problem. It's not a big deal. And a lot of people can afford a marriage and divorce. But if you cannot afford it, you must go to great lengths to do your research and not deal with the whole, well, I hope it doesn't happen to me, which we call the hope strategy. I bet it doesn't happen to me. My girl's different, all right? She said she would never do that, or I would never do these things. I would never cheat on my wife, and we all we all know that that's, this is not true, all right? And so the hope strategy is, is, is one of those things that men will employ to basically move ahead with relationships. And let me just tell you, man, uh, people will use anecdotal evidence of a success with relationships of a relationship less than 15 to 20 years. I mean, they haven't been in a relationship less than 15 to 20 years and they will tout success about these relationships. And I'm going to warn you guys. And I know a lot of guys that I love use these, um, use that as a barometer to judge success. 
And I'm going to just tell you guys, that is not how you judge success of a relationship. All right, 15, less than 20 years, less than 15 years, less than 10 years is not a judgment of success. I mean, that's not even making it to the first quarter or the halftime, right? And as we know, you can be up bigly in a particular game in the third quarter and you can still lose the game. So how we judge relationships is we judge relationships by what happened. What did it produce? What happened in the end? And that's how it works because when you get into a relationship or a marriage, it is happily ever after. You get into a relationship not to be in a relationship for five years. You don't be, you didn't get into the relationship to be in the relationship for 10 years and in. You probably got into it for it to last forever, forever. But we know relationships don't end that. I mean, in that way, they don't end in forever. Um, it's one of the least successful things that you will get into. It is one of the most least successful or one of the least successful endeavors you will actually um, volunteer yourself for. And that is what it is. I mean, you can you can you can deny it all you want. Speaking of stuttering, you can deny that all you want. But um, I always tell people, if you don't believe what I'm saying, if you don't believe what I'm saying, take the paper test, take the coach Greg Adams paper test. Because the paper, the evidence will be screaming at you. And you're going to use your own anecdotal evidence based on your own relationship experience. Take out the piece of paper. We're going to do it today. We'll do it all together. Go get a loose leaf piece of paper or get a notebook piece of paper. Go get a scratch piece of paper. Go get a, um, go get a printer, recycle piece of paper. I don't care what piece of paper you got. And right at the top, Write your name at the top, right in the left-hand corner, <laughs> right? Right in the left-hand corner. Put it down, all right? Put your name and the date. Put today's date. You might want to keep this piece of paper, okay? And as you go down there, you're going to write down every single piece of paper, or sorry, every single relationship you've ever been in. You don't have to remember the date. You don't have to remember the date. You don't have to remember how long it lasted. Always and forever. You don't have to re you don't have to remember the length of the relationship. You don't have to remember if they had sex. This is these people included on your loose leaf piece of paper. Will be anyone that you have went on a date with. Anyone that you have made out with. Anyone that you have fornicated with. Anyone that you have been in an engagement with. Anyone that you've given promise rings to. Anyone that you have um uh, pumped and dumped anyone that you have hooked up with anyone that you anyone all right write it down anyone that you have been married to now go ahead and write that piece write it out write write down all the names and if you're over 40 years old you can use the front and the back all right you can you if you're over 40 use the front and the back <laughs> okay <laughs> and at the end of the paper at the end of it draw a line at the end and then under the line yeah write anyone that you have had an std from you got an std from write any any hookers you've been with any uh good church girls write, write them all down write them all down ladies you do this too ladies you do this too draw a line at the end of all your names and then at the bottom write the names of the individuals that you are still with today i'll wait i'll wait I'm waiting. Okay, that shouldn't have taken very long for you good girls out here.
Now, at the end of the paper, do you have any names left? At the bottom of that line, are there any names at the bottom of that line? Nope. So you're Owen. You're Owen 60. You're Owen 70. You're Owen 100. The best case scenario is you got one name down there at the bottom. That is the best case scenario. You have one, one out of 90. You got one out of 90. All right, so there you go. There's your percentages of how successful relationships are right there. There's your clear evidence of how successful relationships. Don't come to me being mad at me, telling me that I'm wrong, that 99% of relationships fail. Based on your own evidence, you either have a one name at the bottom of that page or a fat zero. <laughs> and your nickname from this point on is Owen. You're 04. You're Owen, Owen 90. So don't tell me that I'm wrong here. I'm right. You just don't want me to be wrong. <laughs> it's okay. All right. Where are we at? Where are we at here? All right. So anyway, shout out to you guys, man. This it's 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 tough to get people to get this through their thick skull because a lot of people are knuckle draggers out here. You know, a lot of people think that, you know, they had success in a relationship for 10 years. They think, oh, that's it. Hey, it's good. Clip, smooth sailing from here. And it's not. <laughs> it's not smooth sailing. You just getting started. You want to be starting something. Got to be starting something. So we're going to talk about cheating wives today. We often talk about cheating husbands all the time. I mean, ever since Oprah Winfrey, ever since Mary J. Bly says, oh, I'm not going to cry. It's not the time because you're not worth my tears. She said, I was your lover and your secretary working every day of the week. Was at the job when no one else was there helping you get on your feet. 11 years of sacrifice and you can leave me at the drop of a dime. <laughs> we always talk about messed up men. We always talk about messed up men. We gonna talk about these messed up women out here and why when your wife cheats on you you'll be the last to know oh man we about to get into it man look let's acknowledge the contributors that came in here automatically in here let's see it here brian my man brian horsley shout out to you we're going to give you a round of applause you're a major sponsor all right and by the way did you hear she said 11 years 11 years 11 years of sacrifice guys relationships are supposed to last forever right and she got she made it 11 measly years <laughs> God. And she thought that was a lifetime. I gave you 11 years. Man, that's a decade. Anyway, shout out to Brian Horsley. What would he got here? He says, um, he says for last night's show proves that coach is undefeated. Boy, if you missed last night's show, go back to the show. It was called, um, I don't know. It was the show before this one. <laughs> I don't even know what it's called. So anyway, you got to see that show. All right, if anybody has ever doubted what I've said, all right, this show was the ultimate proof of this philosophy is undefeated. You might not like it, but yesterday's show was the show. All right, it I'm, goes in the top 10 of all shows you must watch that I produced. All right, uh, Michael Reed, shout out to you over there. We're giving out government names on the Cash App. <laughs> shout out to you. What did he say? He said, great stream yesterday. Thank you, brother, for being over there. That was the show of the show man anyway if you're new to me you gotta watch that show you gotta watch that show 
Warhammer says, we men make the world work, and yet we mean nothing. I learned how to be a man by watching you and by having standards and making the best out of me every single day. Yeah, man, it's tough. To, it's tough out here to be a man because a lot of times the things we and I talked about this yesterday, I won't belabor the point. Um, we a lot of things that we do are basically um, there are a lot of sacrifices we make are expected. Right. Um, even if you don't make these sacrifices, people will say you should make these sacrifices. And then when you make these sacrifices, there's no reward. They say, well, that's what you should have done. And that's just part of being a man. OK, and as a result, your kids are going to treat you as such and your the women are going to and society will treat you as such. You're supposed to do that. You get no reward for that. But they do the slightest little thing and they're like, oh, my God, let's get a calendar. Let's put that on the calendar. All right. Historic moments. So it is what it is. There's nothing to be angry about. It is just that at, at that particular point, you got to be willing to understand what you're sacrificing for. You're like, well, who am I going to sacrifice for? I'll sacrifice for myself. The Black Blur says, Coach, are you blue chip and seeking? Oh, wait, Coach, are your blue chip and seeking arrangement streams on Patreon? Um, You know what? Some are and some aren't on seeking, but I can easily fix that. Because I noticed when I, because I was doing the seeking streams on the Coach Greg Adams channel, then that channel, I, the videos got deleted. So I'll have to go back. And then I put the Vimeo videos on there. I'll have to go back and put the members live stream make them available more on Patreon. But the blue chip streams are on this channel. All of them are on this channel. Or, but the money mindset ones are on Patreon. Yeah, man, I got a lot going on. <laughs> money mindsets are on Patreon. Dave G, he says, one time for the bubble backed it, coach. The bubble backed it. Whoa, that's a new one. What, 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 what are bubble backed it? Humpbacks, back fat, the back bra fat. The bubble backs. All right. Who who do we love better? The bubble backs or the flat backed it? Wow. I'm going flat backed it on that one. All right. I don't like to know if they got titties in the back. I don't, yeah. We not you know what? It's time for a disclaimer. It's gonna be time. On that note, we're gonna blame it on Dave G. We gotta put up the disclaimer here. <laughs> Viewer discretion is advised. All right. You're choosing to watch this content. You came here to learn. You were warned. Okay, it is now time for you to leave if you're easily offended here. All right, you can leave right now. Leave now. Okay. All right, it's time to go. It's time. Hey, you got your bag. Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> we're going to get a little bit. This is going to be a manly discussion. You're going to have to be able to handle what goes on in here. This is not what you're going to hear on mainstream. I'm not going to pander to you or placate. I'm trying not to have a, a, a that much of a sensor on here. I don't curse that much in regular time, but, you know, that's my only sensor. <laughs> All right. Who wants long flatbacks or bubble backs? All right. You were warned. You clicked on my face. So let's just go and said this show does not promote any hate or harm. Synopsis Jones says, coach, she's 47 and said I'm judgmental because I don't want excessive tattoos. I'm belittling black women. Am I wrong for what I said? Help coach. No, listen, that's a standard. I'm not that big of a fan on tattoos of women unless they're very artistic. They would have to be artistic, meaning like a tattoo sleeve that they worked on over time. But if they're helter skelter or they're discreet tattoos, it tells me a little bit about her personality. And I've done a video about that one. Maybe I have to bring that one back up from the dead too. Uh, what all of these tattoos mean. All right, when they're discreet and hidden, this is a little bit of rebellious, rebelliousness, and she probably has a little bit of 304ing in her past, and she wanted to tip her toe 
in that typical t- uh, typical society, but she slightly came back to her uh, more middle class bougie lifestyle, right? So that's a discreet tattoo. If they're overly willy nilly all over the place, I mean, she's helter skelter about life. She's not to be trusted with one major judgment related to your life or hers, meaning having babies or not. Okay, if she got a tattoo tramp stamp on her back or a tattoo of a name um, near her kitty cat. I mean, come on, man. That's literally that's literally a warning sign. As we said here, animals in nature, uh, they tell you how dangerous they are by the colors that they display. Animals in nature's tell you how dangerous they are based on the colors they, they that they display. Black widow spider, okay, poisonous dart frog. All right, anytime you know a leopard, a leopard. All right, any anytime you can recognize how dangerous an animal based on what you see, a coral snake, a king snake, you can see it. And so we do this as human beings. We're no different from the other animals in nature. We will actually put on our body the signals of danger. Like we will wear a certain gang color, right? We do what animals do. And we wear these certain gang colors or we cock our hat to certain sides or we wear our pants at a certain level around our waist to basically demonstrate how dangerous we are. How, how our ability to be trusted is. We do that. And so tattoos are no different. This is what people do. And especially when women do it, um, sometimes it indicates that they've been damaged. Now, you can disagree with all that, but that's what it is. <laughs> it's what it is. That's how it is. You can ask Giz. I stole your girl while you was in prison. Jail. OMC assault. You was jealous. It's all your fault. All right, let's get back to the show. People don't come to hear me sing and rap, do you? Let's get in here. Ricky Webster says, I love my coach and also my coach gang. French toast props do. All right, last one. I'm going to get, I got to get on with the show. Shout out to uh, ACDC. Shout out to the coach and the coach gang. Nova, the lab with his chocolate skin and all the wives that smell like onions, keeping the Jack Shack staffed it out here. Yes, indeed. I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Uh, yeah, man. Let me do this. Uh, shout out to the Black Blur. Says, but, 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 coach, the data says she thick. Also, rest in peace to T-Mom. Yes. Oh, he had to rest in peace to T-Mom. The man that got shot and died on his birthday. He was such a good man. <laughs> All right. All right. So, look, let's get into the show. Hey, I want to start off with a little bit of uh update on the tournament challenge. All right. We got the tournament challenge. Some of you brothers have not paid up. You ain't paid y'all dues. All right. What's going on? Don't let me come after you with a hitman. All right. So uh, what's going on here? We got a couple brothers that are tied for first place really quick here on the bracket challenge. Uh, Zolak, Adrian L, and Jay, they're running game over here, all right? A lot of brothers in fourth, seventh, and then uh, coach is way down here. I don't know where I'm at. Oh, my goodness. God dang. All right, what happened? 34th? So much <laughs> so much for Coach Adamas. All right, goodness. Hey, man, I'm not going – I can't give away the sports results. All right, so anyway, we're having fun over there. All right. And uh, the reason why I want to bring up the bracket challenge, because there's a controversy going on about a basketball player at the University of Arizona. Shout out to Arizona and Arizona State University. Uh, Viral video of a cheerleader's chest being touched during March Madness. All right. Have you heard about this? (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Have you heard about this? So a basketball player from the University of Arizona here. We're going to show you the video. This player has been called out by some people watching the game that he touched a cheerleader sexually. He assaulted the cheerleader or her. No, this would be an assault. 
as he exited the court after the game. All right, let's take a look at this and let's see if we can um, review the Zapruder film over here. I can never say Zapruder film. I do say Zapruder film. Zapruder film. That's one of the, that's a tongue twister. Anyway, let's take a look here. All right, did y'all see that? That was the evidence right there. So while I'm watching, he takes a bow. He has his hands extended. And right there, I mean, first of all, let's just say this. Let's just say this. This cheerleader is clearly flat-backed it and flat-fronted. All right, there's not much there to touch. But as I pause it right here, I can see there is definitely some touching going on right there. As I see, there is definitely a touch. As I paused it right there, now both arms are extended out. Both arms are definitely extended out. This woman is flat-backed and flat. Listen, this is not a breast touch. This is a chest touch. Could this have been an accident? There's no ifs, ands, and buts about this. This is a touch. However, we've seen basketball players do stuff like this, meaning have their arms out extended, waiting for high fives. So he could have, in his mind, we're just playing the devil's advocate here, Assume that these people wanted a high five because if you look on the right hand side, there's somebody that could have been a fan waiting for a high five. And maybe he thought the cheerleader was a fan and was ready to high five him. Okay. Or let's just say, could this have been intentional? Let's go ahead and play it again. It could possibly have been intentional, although there's not much to touch. But listen, I'm not complaining. I like them like that. I like them like that. I like them cheerleader style. All right, as a matter of fact, ladies, if you ever come over to the Coach Greg Adams uh, house, you will find a cheerleader uniform in there for you to wear. So you must be small enough to wear a cheerleading outfit. Now, this guy says he's reached out to the cheerleader. All right, he's reached out to the cheerleader, and the cheerleader has not responded yet, but give it due time. She she might consider this and not an accident, and she might file a claim. This gives her very much room to file a claim because she was definitely touched. All right, but there are flapjacks. We're talking about flapjacks here. We're talking about that. So she could become a victim instantly if she decides, or she can be quiet. If she does step out and become a victim, his eligibility for the tournament, his eligibility for the tournament will probably be immediately revoked. He probably would not be able to play in the rest of the tournament. So that could put Arizona's chances a little bit crazy. All right, she was a cheerleader for TCU, so they – Arizona beat Texas Christian, and she was a cheerleader for Texas Christian. All right, let's watch it one more again. All right, um, let me see. Did he put his hands down after he touched the cheerleader? He did. So he he touched the cheerleader and immediately put the hands down, meaning he didn't keep his hands up to high-five the next cheerleader. Maybe he realized he touched her on accident, and he was like, oops. You know, he hit his hands. And why would he do this in public? Okay. This is an interesting thing here, and uh, I'm waiting to see what's going to come of this. I'm going to report on this on my sports channel, and um, you can see she definitely blinked. All right, let me see here. She blinked afterwards. You see that? Let's see if she reacted. I'm not sure, man. This is going to be interesting. I'm waiting to see on that one. I'm very curious to see what comes of this one. It's crazy. crazy. And why would he touch, you know, I mean, there's plenty of titties he could have touched. I mean, not a, a pancake piece of titties. I mean, the titties he touched was pancakes. I mean, it was nothing there, bro. I mean, he touched ribs more than anything. He touched rib cage. So interesting, interesting. 
And, and, and some people are saying she might have liked it. Well, we don't know that. You know, a lot of times they might smile uh, about something, things like that. So you, you're not sure, man. I'm interested to see what goes on there. Somebody texted me here. Um, anyway, going on with the rest of the show, let's pull this up. Let's talk about some statistics. Let me see here. Where's my, uh, where's, what's going on here? All right. I got to get, I got to get steady here. So let's steady the bow. I'll tell you, man, one person texts me and it throws me all off. All right. So check this out. Let's talk about statistics related to affairs in marriages. They are very common. If you take into consideration that most marriages end in either sexless marriages or um, in some sort of uh, sexless marriage or divorce, the remaining marriages of people who are participating in affairs is extremely high. Now, if you use that as, okay, sexless marriages over here, divorces over here, and then remaining marriages, these are the cheaters. You can't really do that, but we're going to do that here. We're going to do that here. So uh, here it is right here. According to the American Association for Marriage and Family Therapy, national studies indicate that 15% of married women and 25% of married men have had extramarital affairs. The incidences is about 20% higher when emotional and sexual relationships without intercourse are included. So that is going to be very important. So this is where people will say, well, it depends on what constitutes as cheating, right? Well, that's not cheating or this is not cheating. When you count emotional affairs, when you count work husbands, when you count homies that I went to school with, when you count, oh, you caught me texting him before we actually initiated, when you caught people that are talking to long distance relationships and lovers, old high school friends, this number skyrockets for both men and women. And let me just tell you something. These numbers are just what's reported by survey. We know women don't tell the honest to God truth related to this, but men tend to tell the truth related to this because they figure out, hey, what the hell? Now, here's another thing right here. Let me see here. Let me give you another piece of information here. And this is, I actually reported this stat. I could not find the stat where I got it from this morning. I was a little bit in a rush, but we reported this stat before in a little bit of a more legitimate source than this. It's a community source, but According to statistics, when people were surveyed and they surveyed over 40,000 people who were involved in marriages, they asked them if you would cheat if you knew you wouldn't get caught. If you knew 100% of the chance you would not get caught, guess what? Most people said they'd go ahead and do it. And it was very high. 74% of men would have an affair if they knew they would never get caught. What about women? 68% of women, married women said they would cheat if they knew they wouldn't get caught. So what's preventing people from cheating? It's not because they're holding the moral high ground. It is because the fear of getting caught. Therefore, a lot of people in marriages do think about stepping out, but they only don't step out not because they are good people. It's because they fear getting caught. Here's another hidden thing that men don't understand when you listen to language, encoded language. Number one, a woman might say, I've never cheated on a, in a relationship. Okay, and she might be absolutely right. She might say, I've never cheated in a relationship. But what she's not telling you is the honest to God truth. She's not telling you, number one, that she has been cheated on in a relationship. They'd have no problem uh, just, uh, actually telling you that. However, one truth that they're holding out is that they have been the other woman that the man was cheating on his spouse or girlfriend with. 
Now, that is a very, very, very specific detail that is often left out. And I'm going to say it to you again. Although they have never cheated on a relationship, although they have been cheated on, the one thing that they're leaving out is many times they have been the other woman in a relationship. Hence, they were part and partial to a cheating or affair, and they have never disclosed that. See, that one, a lot of women have been active participation to participation in. And then, therefore, if they don't disclose that, they can go ahead and say, well, I've never cheated. Okay. Yeah, but you have been part of cheating. You have probably been dating a married man or a man in a relationship that you knew about. So that doesn't excuse you from the entire affair statistics. Now, getting back to the point here, put up some other information here. Because there's a lot of women that are having affairs with married men right now, but they won't be with a man that lives with their mom. There's that funny joke about that. How about this one? Is it cheating if you don't get caught? This is in Marie Claire, a woman's magazine. The other day, I saw a couple of women on a Today Show doing an interview and quipped that cheating was not really cheating as long as no one gets caught. I was surprised that my conversation with coworkers about uh, that my conversation with coworkers about that idea. Essentially, people who have never been caught can say with evidence that they have never cheated because it's not cheating if you don't get caught. Interesting. And a lot of women believe this. Hey, I've never been caught cheating. Not that I've never cheated. I've never been caught cheating. All right, this is it's all language. It's all language. You'll be interested to hear this statistic here. here. The cheating gender, the gender cheating gap is wider amongst older adults. And you'd be interested to see here, and this is based on the percentage of people who report it, cheating on their spouses. That interesting enough, when the ages are between 18 and 30, 18 and 29, women out cheat men by, let's just say a yard, okay? Mm. By a yard. Despite the fact that at this age, men are often called dogs. But when the marriages are between the ages of 18 and 29, and this is actually, I mean, this absolutely makes sense because the woman has more options at that age. The man doesn't have more options. He has the least options at that particular point. He's working on himself. And by virtue of um, what he's doing, um, he, he really doesn't have the opportunities to do so. And she's well within her age range to do so. So she typically does cheat a little bit more, and it is by a yard. Now, when the ages do go up, there is pretty much a stagnant position. Where the, the woman keeps a static position right here, and the men then between the ages of 30 and 39 do a little bit more of the cheating, just slightly more, but we're talking about amongst the same percentages here. When the ages go up 40 to 49, Women get their second wind. They are about to hit the wall or are hitting the wall, and they're testing to see if this is the man I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. They do get a slight increase in affairs. So do the men because they get more money in their pocket. I got money. But as you can see, between this gifted, wonderful age of 50 and 60, in which we always identify men's prime is between 40 and 60, not sexual prime. I know a lot of you Tyrones are kind of say that's not men's prime. We're talking about a prime of our lives, not sexual prime. Get your head out of the gutter. Sexual prime, obviously, is when we have a very high spike of testosterone and stamina. But most men don't achieve their 
biggest accomplishments until 40 through 60. And as you can see, the affairs go up mightily. Why? Because the older man is at the junior college and the wife is hitting the wall and menopause and so forth and so on. So the cheating does go up. But as you can see, once you hit 60, it declines. All right, it's all the way down the river. But guess what's happening to men? They still over at the junior college. <laughs> he still got money. Your boy's still out in these streets. All right, it's going up. And so this is the critical time in which you will see sexless marriages turn to affairs. And then her, her, her ability or interest in sex dips steadily dips declines but he's still out here laying pipe out here he's still out here like uncle earl <laughs> but let's take it back just so you guys realize let's take it back to when you're young when you're young cheating is almost equal as a matter of fact women are slightly ahead by a yard in cheating when you're younger all right so people don't want to admit that but that's what it is New survey finds that 60% of couples survive an affair. So of the people who do get found out to be cheating, it is found that 20% of married men and 13% of married women have cheated. And it says here, um, some of them stay together. 16% of them stay together. All right, they stay together. They say, let's, let's stay together. I don't want to talk about that one. Let's get into the video. Before we do that, let me catch up on Super Chat so I don't get too far behind. But you guys got the show. You got that. You guys got the info. You guys got the info, so I don't want to hear it. This is how I do my show. I have to set it up first before I play the video because then people start asking questions and throwing bullshit out. Whoa, 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 whoa. And then I want to take you and say, go back to the beginning. I covered that. Because if I don't cover that, then I play the video. And they say, well, men cheat too. And men, and I, I actually put the bullshit fire out before we even start the show. Okay, I don't want to hear the BS. There's no excuses. We already know it's a it's an even game. It's an equal game. Men and women cheat. When like women, women cheat slightly more. Women get caught less. Women will probably cheat too. Women do are the other woman in affairs, so they do cheat on the opposite end of the spectrum. So let's just put the bull crap out. We're not going to say men cheat more, women cheat more. They are both doing it. Unfortunately, you will roll the dice and marry a woman, and she will cheat on you despite the fact that you're a provider. You provided for her. You housed her. You sheltered her. You clothed her. You fed her. You entertained her. You put kids in her, and then she'll still cheat on you. Mm. <laughs> All right? She may still cheat on you. Let me get out to these super chats and catch up, and then we're going to play the video today. Today's video. We have a video today. Shout out to uh, who? Your boy, Scoop. In the building. What did you say, brother? My screen rolled up. Your boy, Scoop, did I get you over here? I didn't. He said, just because. He said, shout out to the coach and the coach gang. Too many gems. All right, in this mug, listen up. Too many gems in this mug. I'm giving y'all real, real vital information that people won't use in their debates of relationships and marriage. They're just going to say, well, I'm winning. And, all right, or that's the same as you saying, well, I'm not broke, but the rest of the damn country is broke. Does that change the fact that people aren't broke? Does that change the fact that people are broke just because you're not broke? You're like, well, I'm not broke. Yeah, but then like 80% of the country is struggling financially. So if I say the country's struggling financially and people are broke and you come in here and say, well, I'm not broke, that's your argument. That's what your argument sounds like. <laughs> here we go. DGC more peace to the coach and the coach gang. Ben MIA, 
Cisco had me busy traveling for work. My success rate in relationships is bad, but I know that going in. He says, I'm batting a cool 1,000 with the Seeking Arrangement XXs. So shout, shout out to him. God bless the Seeking Arrangement girls. All right. Come on, man. They doing a great service to the world today. It says, watch replays for a while to get my bread up, Sean. But I'm back now. That meow, Jasmine meow had me <laughs> had me dying laughing. He says, uh, CGA too creative. Off the cuff, too. Jits World Tat says, what's up, coach? Your boy Demetrius Thomas here. I'm headed to the Jack Shack. That's going to be our new name. I love that name. The Jack Shack. Be careful. Don't get caught in a raid over there. All right. Uh, speaking my mind, says CGA was on fire last night with that video. I'm telling you, if you didn't see yesterday's video, what's the name of the video over there? Overheat. All right. What's the name of the video? Because people are going to be like, what video? Because I put out so much content. These are my content development years. At some point, I'll stop. All right. But not today. Oh, it's the trauma that modern women experience in their past is passed on to good men. So look up that one up, the trauma that modern women experience. That one is a must-see. The Golden Corral check. All right, yeah. Thank you, sir. Uh, Everett Walker, coffee and a super salad on me, coach. Not the super salad. Raul, coach, would you rather be in a monogamous marriage with Lizzo or knock AOC, or you mean knock up AOC and have to listen to her after once a week uh, for the rest of your life? I have to choose one of those. All right. So I'm going to go. Ooh. Oh, man. Can I choose death? Mm. I'm choosing ALC on that one. Mm. Somebody going to die. Tra uh, Trevor, Trevor Nader, the Trevor Nader co-sponsorship. I used to go for the thick ones, but I had me a Ling Ling from the junior college the other night that was so foldable and it was very enjoyable. I got money. Hey, one of the things you guys will figure out is, um, you know, because because most of our lives, especially brothers, you know, brothers, especially brothers, we've been dealing with so many what 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 the society would deem as overweight women. I'm not going to call them fat. They've been overweight and they don't appear overweight because they seem normal, quite normal. But it's not till you might perhaps get your money right that you will be with someone that is not considered overweight and it will change your life. And you'll go, oh, I didn't realize how easy it was. <laughs> you know what I mean? The whole process is that much more easier. But I get it. You know what I mean? A lot of guys haven't had experiences with, with that because, you know, you can't afford them. But then you will start to have a standard. And you'll go, all right, I can see how, you know, you can go back and forth. But a lot of you guys haven't had women under the under 150 pounds in your life. And you know I ain't lying. Shout out to XL Pro Services says, I'm, I've had married women flirt with me. So that would be an emotional affair. That would be an emotional affair because women love to flirt. All right, flirting to me is uh, basically trying to cheat without putting your hand on the burner. But it does keep yourself active. You know, you can see if people are interested in you. You can go right up to the line and pull back. So if a woman says she's never cheated, have you ever flirted with a man before? While you were, oh, well, maybe, yeah. Yes, well. Shout out to the nasty boys. Hey, look, 
you know, some of y'all like them, big mamas. <laughs> Somebody like big mamas. I, I'm, not, I'm not mad at you. Some of y'all ain't had nothing but women over 160, 190. All right, but it's okay. There, there's plenty of them out here, so there's more to love and more to hug. All right, it says, had to ask my dad about that. You've got the vision. Wait, you've got to have vision, Willie reference. He said, thanks for the creative, or thanks for creating a generational, gener- I was, hold on, I'm messing all of that. Thanks for creating a generational, shareable moment of funny and knowledge. Thank you, man. You got to have vision. <laughs> Everybody remember that. I'm bring, I bring stuff back from the dead. All right, here we go. Simon Small, last night's replay was fired. The coach being on point is the new normal. Hashtag free agent. And some people don't like this truth. People think I'm lying. The lone brown wolf. Shout out to you for being here again. And Russia Junk, he says, you're a good. Nope. He says, you're a, you'd make a good husband. Nope. Why don't you want a good woman in your? Nope. He says, I would never. Nope. Who hurt you? Nope. Free agent. Yeah. Nope. All right. Yeah. And so we cleaned up that whole, you know, uh, the good men win in the end argument. The good men don't win in the end. Good men get leftovers in the end. Let's get to the video. Of course, we're going to see our guy, Dr. John Deloney. Shout out to Dr. John Deloney for letting us share. All right. I appreciate you, Dr. John. Hey, Dr. John. Hey, listen, he got a great video called I Cheated on My Husband. Should I tell him? Oh, should I tell my husband I've been cheating on him? This is going to be from a wife, and she's going to share her story about being cheated, uh, cheating on her, um, 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 cheating on her husband. Now, let me just say this: a lot of couples will go into you know sexless marriages, periods, and as we said, there's no such thing as a sexless marriage. They're just not having sex with each other. All right, somebody, one or both of them are getting some sex, but it is just not with each other. That's point number one. And point number two, they will go through problems in their relationships. May It may initiate as a financial problem, but then it will start forcing the hand to affairs because then she'll start to monkey branch or he'll start to feel bad about himself by not being a provider male. And so he'll start to feel insecure and may go over to the junior college or go over on Figueroa or something like that. And he'll have to get his sex from there because his wife's not going to reward him. She's going to say stuff like this. I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. And so what tends to happen is because there's an issue, they'll start to have um, issues. Let me take this off the screen here. They'll start to have other issues extending into their personal lives. They may be less agreeable with each other. And then they'll end up in marriage counseling. And then in marriage counseling, you guys work around all of the reasons why you're not together other than one or two reasons, which are the real reasons why your marriage isn't working, meaning there's been an affair or there's been drug use or excessive partying that has either led to an affair or led to her or him wanting to be back in these streets. In these streets. So you'll be going around in your marriage counseling for a year. And one or more of the spouses will be cheating, will not bring it up in the marriage counseling, will go over why the marriage is not working. The marriage counselor is pulling out their hair. Nothing's working. You can't reignite the spark. And then all of a sudden, one of the spouses comes out of left field and says, well, I've been keeping a secret. 
what what secret would that be? Well, I've been cheating or I cheated way before four years ago. It's over now. Let bygones be bygones and then move forward. And you're like, wait a minute. That's why everything's been off. Because there's been another bull in the ring. Or there was somebody that had your wife. Something was going on that caused a rift in the relationship that caused everything to be off balance. But then you trace it all back and you go, if you would have just came forward before, maybe we wouldn't have got this deep into trouble, but it's hard for people to do so. So let me just say, your wives will hold secrets from you and they will not consider it a cheating or they will not consider introducing it until everything's been effed the hell up. Everything's full bar, effed up beyond all repair. Until it has been, she's a bull in a china shop and she starts destroying everything. Everything's destroyed. And then she'll say, well, I, I'll disclose this secret, but I don't want you to hate me. I haven't cheated in the last three years, but three years ago, I was getting piped down by Chad. And it caused me to start acting up three years ago. But it's over. Don't worry about it now. I'm not doing it anymore. I just want you to ask, I just want to ask for forgiveness and I want to move on. This will happen to you guys in marriage counseling, for real. And you'll be like, what? <laughs> you'll be like, damn. Was that what it was the whole time? Let me just go ahead and show you this. And this woman's going to prove my point. And so you married men that say you're up winning right now, you ain't winning yet. Your girl has probably cheated or dumped something and you just ain't found out yet. All right, here we go. Fair use. Of course, I have it on speedy uh, volume here. <laughs> Again, y'all always catch me on that one. So let's go to Natalie in Atlanta, Georgia. What's up, Natalie? How are we doing? Hi, I'm pretty good. How are you? Good. <laughs> I love uh, pretty good. What's the <laughs> what's the uh, what's the not pretty part? I can't wait. Um. Well, it's unfortunate, actually. So I'm a little nervous just because I haven't told anyone, and it's like. Now I tell the world. So this is just great. But Okay, before, before. I want you to notice how in these scenarios, what she's going to admit, how he handles this and her with kid gloves. I want you to notice that when women cheat, we handle them with kid gloves. Well, why did you do it? And what could you have done differently? And there must have been a reason for you to do this. What was he not doing that made you do it? Did he push you into his arms? Was he accusing you of cheating prior to you cheating? Were, was he accusing you of cheating? And you said, well, if you believe I'm cheating, I might as well cheat. People will treat them with kid-ass gloves. But if a husband cheats, they will blow his ass up. <laughs> they will blow him up. How dare you, you nasty, you ungrateful, forgiving, unforgiving. She carries your kids. <laughs> Let's watch. Before you say this, why did you pick this this forum to do this? Um, because I need advice from a trustworthy source other than Google, and I listen to your show. And um, Google is not a good place. I found <laughs> it's a dark, <laughs> a of, sad place. Yeah, yeah, a lot of strange information. But it's this show has been helpful to me, and it's a trustworthy source, so I came here um, to well, get some advice. I appreciate that. I'll do the best I can. You know who this sounds like on the phone. You know who this sounds like on the phone? Let me just go ahead and see who this sounds like on the phone. All right, because she's trying to sound modest now, but this sounds like her. Hi, my name is Haley. I'm a blonde. I have no tits. I make boys fall in love with me 
You know, when she out shaking her tail at the club, she don't sound this modest. But now she's trying to sound modest. All right, let's go ahead and get it, get it again. Here we go. You'll get what you okay. pay for. How about that? Okay, great. <laughs> um, so I have made a horrible mistake. And about two months ago, I found myself in an unhealthy relationship mm. with someone at the gym. Um, I Wait, back out. Wait, 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 wait. Did she say the gym? Did she say the gym? Not the gym. Not the gym. Not the don't worry about these guys. Not the all those creepy guys at the gym. Let me go ahead and pull up an example of what's going on here. Not the gym. Not those creepy creepers at the gym. Not those guys. Oh, I got to turn the volume down on this one. Not Not the gym where you just go to work out. Not your personal trainer. Hold on for a second. Let me let me show you this. Let me show you this. Not the gym where you go scantily clad, stretching. <laughs> All right, and there's creepy guys just watching you. Not the gym where you go to 24-hour fitness at 10:30 at night. Not the gym where all the only you go there to work out and not to be oogled at. Not the gym. Did she say the gym? She said the gym. Where you're going in scantily clad clothes around Chad's. All right, not the gym. All right, come on, man. I'm going to work out. It's 9.30 at night, honey. Yeah, but that's how I got to get my workout in. (laughs) Right? Here we go. Let's go back to what she's talking about. Come on, man. Give me full screen. All right, here we go. Are you married? Yes, I am married. That's the key. How long? That's the key problem. Um, we have been married. We're about five years. Any kids? About five years. There's men that have been married. And sorry, I have to do this for fair use purposes. <laughs> I have to do this for fair use purposes. There's people who've been married for less than five years coming out here selling you marriage. These people have been in marriage for five years, got kids, and she already cheated on him at the gym. Mm. All right, here we go. Two children, two and four. Two. Um, so I wanted to do a fitness competition, and I found myself at the gym a lot, and mm-hmm. there was a guy there, mm-hmm. trainer, and uh, not the personal trainer, not the gym, not the fitness competition. You mean the girls in the bikini, scantily clad, doing posing? Not those girls. Not the girls that say, yeah, but she's doing that, but she's a good wife. She's a good mother, and she's in shape. Congratulations to her. And basically started, you know, helping me out with some Uh, workouts. We mm -hmm. started talking. Not the free personal training sessions. He's helping me out for free, but he doesn't want to have sex with me. Don't worry about it, honey. He's giving me free personal training. He wants to change my muffler for free. Don't worry about him. And it went too far. Um, Oh. What My does that husband mean? knows. Um, well, he started talking to me. We met for coffee. Oh. And then the did you, part. Did you sleep with him? We actually ended up sleeping together, yes. Mm-mm. Which is the part that my husband doesn't know. He knows everything except for that because immediately I just feared risking. Like, I was scared of losing everyone and I was so stupid. And I was, like, just scared. So I immediately lied mm. and blocked him from everything i have not communicated with him since then mm-hmm. and over two months but now i'm like 
well, great. When it was all horrible, I lied. So let me just give you an update. What she's leaving out, because she's not a trustworthy person. She's kept this from her husband. So she's less than trustworthy. What makes you think she's kept this from her husband? What makes you think she's telling us the truth? Number one, she's acting like they did it one time. She's lying. They did it more than once. She's acting like this happened recently. She's lying. This happened a long time ago. All right. And number three or C or D, right, whatever order I'm in. The she was about to say my husband knows, but he got she got cut off. She was about to say my husband knows the personal trainer. That's what she was going to say. I'm going to see if I can go back and catch it because she says my husband knows and she got cut off. She he doesn't know about the affair. He knows the personal trainer. He knows that he's been in contact with her. He knows that she said, don't worry about him. He knows that she said, I don't look at him that way. Don't worry about him. I'm just texting him about training ceremony, uh, uh, training day. Let's watch it again. Let's see if I can get it. You know, helping me out with some workouts. We started talking and it went too far. Um, what does that mean? My husband knows. Um, well. That, there it is right there. It got cut off. She says, my husband knows. My husband knows I've been texting this guy, but he doesn't know we were setting up an affair. Let's go ahead and rewind it again and let you hear it again. You know, helping me out with some workouts. We started talking and it went too far. Um, what does that mean? My husband knows. Um, well, see that? He so again, you're going to be the last to know. Many times, and it's just another uh, thing that I proved and I've been telling you, if a woman starts having an affair with someone, she will overly talk about that person, all right? Or she has an interest. She'll overly talk about that person. And the husband will get, his spidey senses will tingle. And what she'll do is try to introduce you to so that she can put that fire out. Because what she wants to say is, I wouldn't cheat with somebody in your face like that. I wouldn't cheat with somebody you know. I would do it with a stranger. But that's not true. That's not how women work. Women don't work that way. They have to be actually... Uh, emotionally tied in with the person many times to have an affair or they have to just be overly obsessed with them physically. Even then, they have to have a tie-in to have uh, start an affair. So she's trying to prove that, hey, you don't have to worry about this guy so much so that I'll introduce you guys and you'll know him and then I will put the fire out that I would cheat on you with this guy. But did that work? Nope, it didn't work. So anytime a woman introduces you to someone, a new boss, a new coworker, uh, uh, a new person, a personal trainer at the gym, you should be investigating that person. You should be immediately going, what's going on here? All right. They're doing this as a defense mechanism. It is natural. They're trying to put the fire out and get you less suspect, but you should be more suspect. Let's continue. He started talking to me. We met for coffee. And then the did you, part. Did you sleep with him? We actually ended up sleeping together. Yes. Which is the part that my husband doesn't know. He knows everything except for that because immediately I just feared risking. Like I was scared of losing everyone and I was so stupid and I was like just scared. So I immediately lied. And She's talking about me. I was the personal trainer. <laughs> no, thank you. And blocked him from everything. I have not communicated with him since then. And over two months, but now I'm like, well, great. When it was all horrible, I lied. Yeah. And now I don't know if I should rehash this because things have been going really well. And like we've 
really surrounded ourselves with a great community and church family and counseling. And I have lied so hard about this one thing. Yeah. Okay. Somebody just brought up, could she possibly be a black trainer? Now this would be, see, I, you know, I haven't considered that. <laughs> um, now that would blow the marriage up immediately. We know this. If this is a white couple, that she's married to a white man and the trainer happens to be a black guy, this is an immediately, that's a party foul and the marriage is over right on the spot. If this is a white personal trainer, it might get a, the marriage might survive. So I'm wondering if this actually comes up, if he's a black trainer, we already know what happens here. It's done. the, The relationship is done. The guy, the white guys aren't going back to white women that are with black guys. All right. That's just not, Hey, listen, if you're mad at that, that's just how it works. All right. And especially a black personal trainer. All right. So that, that, that ain't going nowhere. <laughs> oh my God. So if that's the case, this is what we got going on here. That's a mess. Uh, but do you guys know, notice she also threw in great community. That means she's a soccer mom church. She threw in all of the moral high ground position stuff that people usually hide behind. Hey, I'm just a, I'm just a wife. I focus on my kids. Hey, I go to church. I'm a Christian. And she's all of these things. And she still got black by the personal trainer. Let's go ahead and um, continue. Among every single person, because in my head, I was like, I'll just never, ever bring this up. And now I'm like, do to move forward, I need to know whether or not I should tell him. The fact that you're calling tells me that you know the answer to this. Mm. <laughs> She's not a black woman, no way. This does not sound like a black woman. Uh, First of all, she's married, so that actually takes that out the equation right there. <laughs> all right, here we go. Well, Google said the other way. So I was <laughs> like, well, maybe I could get out of this. <laughs> maybe that's not a good idea. Um, so. so you, number one, bravery. Bravery. Thank you for saying this out loud. Mm, bravery bravery this is what you this is what a wife who cheats on her husband gets when she admits that she cheated bravery okay when men cheat on their wives and they admit it do they get called brave i mean this is what i'm talking do they get called brave (laughs) how brave of you show all right you know what let's let's go ahead and smooth this on over with your wife She'll figure it out. You're so brave. What the hell? Uh, go back in when you when you listen to this call, your voice changes after you say it out loud. Mm. Okay. Take a big deep breath and then drop your shoulders all the way down. See, kid gloves, man. Kid gloves. All right, relax your shoulder. He's gonna massage her shoulders so he can slide his little millimeter Peter all up in between them cheeks because she knows she a cheater. Come on, Dr. John. Don't try to slide in the DMs now. Oh, relax. Let the stress come out. You're so stressed as a mother. Then she gonna he gonna give her a built-in excuse of why this is crazy, bro. <laughs> she actually doing it. So in your gut, what do you think you should do? Um, I probably need to tell him. <laughs> no, probably. Like, what What do you need I, to do? I feel like I need to tell him because I feel like if I don't, it's just going to be preventing us, I guess, from 
truly living honestly. Yeah. Will this end um, everything? I I don't know if it will. I don't think it will. I just think it's going to make it harder. I don't know what it'll do. I mean, he is definitely forgiving and really understanding. Well, let me just say this, guys. As a married man, he can't blow the relationship up. He can't say, you did what? Okay, you in these streets now. Street. See, this is the problem that married men face. You want to leave, but you can't leave. You know why? Because many times it doesn't matter if she cheated or not in a no-fault state. He still got to lose half his time with the kids. He still got to blow up his life. He still got to go move into a studio apartment. He still got to give up half of his resources. He still has to, he still got to take an L. See, that's what people don't understand. It don't, he still got to pay child support. So let's just say he says, you cheated on me. Hell with that. I'm taking you to court. I'm divorcing you. In a no-fault state, it doesn't matter. He still loses. He still has to pay alimony. He still has to pay child support. He still is on 50-50 co-parenting custody with the schedule if he's lucky. He still has to face the wrath of her bringing up something that he might have did in his relationship that will cause him to negotiate a bad deal, a bad deal. He still loses. That's why it doesn't matter. It's a lose-lose situation. It means nothing. If she if she um if she admits it and he leaves, she still gets the kids and she still gets a little bit of money part-time and then she has to pick up the pieces and then she still goes get plowed out there. It's a lose-lose. So it doesn't matter what the husband does. But I mean, y'all have been in counseling and you've talked about. And matter of fact, this is the nice guy that won her over. So somebody just brought that up and I meant to say that. This is the nice guy that won, that got to marry her. This is the nice guy that won. And look at what he got. Yes. And we've talked about everything and I've just totally denied doing anything more than just communication, meeting him, all that. Okay. So I am just, I'm like, oh my goodness. And y'all just hooked up one time? Yes. Um, nope. Let's go back. And meeting him, all that. Okay. So I am just, I'm like, oh my goodness. And y'all just hooked up one time? Yes. Mm. It was the hookup and then done. Hmm. And nope. You know damn well they did not hook up once. She lying, bruh. Oh, we just smashed one time. She hesitated. And everything, I am just, I'm like, oh my goodness. And y'all just hooked up one time? Uh. Yes. It was the hookup and then done. Hmm. And everything kind of hit the fan. Like, as in he found out about us communicating and. Okay, it doesn't matter if they hooked up once. I'm pretty sure they were sending flirty text messages all up to that point. They were communicating. They were hiding the relationship. They were making out in the car at the gym. I'm sure that there was more leading up to that one hookup. They met for coffee. They She went to his apartment to see his kids and pet his dog. There was a lot of things that led up to that. It don't matter. She sucked his salami in the, in the parking lot. She tugged and rubbed all on it. He fingered her. Yeah, that might have been one intercourse, but there was a lot leading up to that. Let's go ahead. And it was like almost like a rescue for me because it was just not going to go well from there. Yeah. Um, That's right. But when everything's starting to look better, I just hate having to rehash all this. Yeah. That's why I've tried to find a way out, I guess. What does your counselor tell you? 
Um, well, I've actually, we have never met one-on-one, but we're doing it through our church and it's a couple's counseling. Okay. Bruh, couples counseling at church. Remember, all of these people want to come on here. I'm a Christian, so I don't, no, no, I don't give a damn about your religion. It don't matter. It don't make you not a cheater. People cheat all the time in religion, especially Christians. All right. So that don't mean nothing. Don't hide behind no Christian. Christianity is one of the most uh, lukewarmest religions out there. Y'all pick and choose what y'all want to fight, uh, what y'all want to pick out of the Bible. Y'all ignore all information over here. And then y'all pick, y'all like a, strawberry pickers out there oh this one good this one bad this one good i'll keep this i'll keep this (laughs) and so i still haven't even been honest with the counselor because i would have to say it in front of both of them and i'm like there it is i don't know if he low-key knows or something but because i don't know so so marriage counseling is a waste she's in counseling in couples counseling but she's not being honest in the counseling so throw out marriage counseling as a legit source of correcting marriages that's done he hasn't really told me anything he, about it because no one knows. <laughs> no, someone does know. I bet you all of her friends know. All of her friends know. The marriage counselor probably knows. He knows lying uh, uh, spouses. And then uh, the person who doesn't know, the, ter- the personal trainer knows. Everybody at the gym knows. You know who don't know? The husband. So here's what I'll tell you. Your husband knows. Okay. <laughs> and he doesn't. But he can't do nothing about it. You want to know what the reality is? The husband knows and he can do nothing about it. He's in a lose-lose scenario. So he can rat her out if he wants. He can leave her. He's still going to lose. He's going to lose his kids. He's going to lose money. He's going to lose time invested. He's going to lose his house. The house that he worked for, the one that she wanted to buy with the white picket fence and the extra 1,000 square feet and the extra acreage of backyard, he's going to lose all that. So why the hell would he do anything about it? He's just going to hope it didn't happen. He might not know that y'all slept together. Mm-hmm. He might not know that y'all did anything above what you told him. Mm-hmm. No, he might hope. He's hoping that that didn't happen. But he knows there's a gap between the two of you. Yes. Yes. And he's going to counseling. He's doing what he thinks he's supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And that gap is getting wider. No, no, no. There's only one gap that got wide, and I won't even tell you which gap that is. Because as he leans in, there's a part of you that leans out because you know. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yep, that would be accurate. And so what I'll tell you is beyond the right thing and the integrity thing and all that stuff, you're torturing a man that you love mm-hmm. and he doesn't even know it. Kid gloves, kid gloves, kid gloves. Mm-hmm. Now I sound like I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth. I said he, he knows, but then he doesn't even know it. <laughs> he knows there's a gap there. He does know there's a gap there. That, that's definitely <laughs> Tyrone. The trainer left a gap for show. He knows there's a gap. You know what? I feel somebody's been touching you. In fact, I know somebody's been kissing you. Do you want to tell me who's been loving you, loving you? He knows because when he's with his wife, it don't feel the same. 
when he's with his wife, it don't feel the same. He knows somebody been done split this in half already. And he doesn't know what it is. Right. <laughs> oh, she crying now. He knows that she knows some new tricks in the bedroom. He like, where you learn this from, girl? He knows. Right. I see that. She crying now. Hold up. Yes, indeed. Here come the tears. His glove. I tell you, man, if this was a guy admitting what he's admitting right now, people would be holding his head detached from his neck right now. They'd be going in. How dare you treat on your husband, your wife? And she's had your kids. She was pregnant and you're out there fornicating. Crazy. And in some ways it feels better because he's trying to do everything he can to jump over that thing. And you are too. There's a part of you that's trying to. And there's mm-hmm. part of you that's anchored to still chain to that other thing. Right. Right. So here's what I'll tell you. I'll tell you, you screwed up, and you know that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The season of life y'all are in with a two-year-old and a four-year-old um, is hard. And you're not the only one that's ever done that, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to make it right. I'm trying to say you're not alone. Right. And you screwed up. Mm-hmm. And the measure now is what's next. That's what you can control. Yeah. Okay. So you called me knowing what I'm going to say anyway, right? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Um, um, and if if you need me to be the person in your life that tells you that, I think I think your husband's worth being honest to. I think you're being you're worth not walking around your life um, dragging a load of bricks around with you. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think you need to be very aware that this may end everything. Yeah. He may say, I'm out. Right. Because you did this and because I can't trust you and because fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. Or he may need some space and some time and all those things. Um, okay. It'll be hard. Mm-hmm. But what I know is that relationships can't survive big secrets. Okay. And I know there's all stories on the internets and all that kind of stuff um, yeah. that talk about, I didn't say anything for 90 years. That was the best decision I ever made. Whatever. Great. Cool. Yeah. Um, you found those, right? Yeah. Hoping they like, would be the right immediately, ones. Immediately. And I was like, oh, thank goodness. I never have to bring this up. <laughs> and then it just ate me. ate at me about what I really need to do. Yeah. Um, so well, so uh, role play this with me real quick. How does it work? That's my next question. Like, I I don't know because there's never a good time. Like, the kids are sick. Okay, now he has an important test or now What's it? it's Thanksgiving. And, like, <sighs> I don't, you know, I just am like, I don't know what to do or when or how yeah. to bring it up. Um, Who thinks she ain't going to ever bring this up? She is never going to tell this dude because she knows she done. And she's going to cheat on him again, just to let you know. What what does Thanksgiving look like for you guys? Um, We would go to his family's house. She ain't going to tell him there. It's like his family reunion, so we would just go there for the day. It's not going to happen. Yeah, that would be intense. um, By the way, holidays are a popular breaking point for families all right we know that january and leading after january uh people file for heavily uh file heavily for divorces 
uh, there's cuffing season and a lot of women go looking, start mating season right around there. So they seasonally have this ingrained in their biology to start looking for mates, even if they have a mate. So holidays, of course, she cheats right around the holidays. Part of me, I don't think the news will be so shocking. I mean, it will be shocking, but he won't be like, I never saw this coming. Cause I, when you said that he probably kind of has an idea already because of the distance or, you oh, know, I feel there it is right there because of the distance. So again, this kind of proves my point. She's there. They're in a sexless marriage. Okay. They've been sexless for a period and she's been cold and she might be yelling at him. She's might be a little snippy as they say in the suburbs. So she just admitted right there that she's been distanced. So while she's fornicating with the trainer and having an emotional affair with the trainer, she can no in no way have that same emotional tie with her, her, her husband. Women can't do that. When they get cold on you, that means somebody's been touching them. They can't do both. Now, men, on the other hand, can sex down a woman and come kiss his wife on the lips after he just came back from the Jack Shack. All right. We can do that because we're kind of ingrained in our DNA to spread our seeds. So we can be in love. We can balance relationships with multiple women. Women can't do that because many times it has to be emotional for her to do this in the first place. Therefore, she's got an emotional tie over here and she loses the emotional tie with her husband. Let's go ahead and repeat that. He says, why coach? Why? Shocking, but he won't be like, I never saw this coming. Cause I, when you said that he probably kind of has an idea already because of the distance or the distance, you know, I feel like he'll be like, okay, he knows not shocked. Like he was the first time he even found any of this out. So she, he already caught him texting. Um, he'll be shocked. Yeah. Cause you've yeah, probably he, done a really damn good job of convincing him that nothing else happened. Yeah. Of course. Yes. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. So he's going to be true. shocked. He's probably going to be shocked as much by your dishonesty as by what happened. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I'm, I'm thinking in my head right now, whether you have this conversation before or after. Right. Um, he's telling the, he's telling part of me. He's telling the wife to hold on to information like this from the husband to wait till the holidays, bro. I tell you, mm. nobody would ever tell a man to do this. He thinks the right thing to do is to not go pretend with all of his family. Yeah. And to get a babysitter for the kids and um, go to a public restaurant so he don't flip out. What the hell? have a conversation with them over the next couple of days now we're filming this show the week of thanksgiving and so it won't come out until december but we're filming it now and so okay um the other part of me says what's another three days what do you think right. he don't know nothing um i think i i just am ready to get it done yeah um because i just the thought of even continuing on is really hard i don't want to move i don't want to like ruin thanksgiving but also or make that a bad memory so what i'll um, tell you this is gonna i'm gonna sound harsh okay but just know okay. what i'm saying finally you've already right. ruined thanksgiving okay okay, okay. <laughs> finally hit her over the head with it already um, okay and so now it's a matter of um uh, thanksgiving will be a hard season for you y'all as a couple for the next several years there's no couple okay and gyms will be a hard conversation for y'all as a couple for the next so that's an important point right there. He did get that right. Jim, she'll if they stay together as a couple, she'll never be 
allowed to go to a gym by herself. That is done. So this is going to be one of those insecure and controlling bits that he should have had with her in the first place, but he gave her as enough leash to hang herself. Now, if they stay together as a couple and she says, I'm going to the gym, mm. the hell you are. Oh, I want this personal trainer. I'm going to hire a female personal trainer. You ain't never going to the gym by yourself. <laughs> Shit. You ain't never going to the gym by yourself. Now, if she then calls him controlling and insecure, and trust me, this is all manipulation. That's the end of it. You just end it. Just end it. Come on, man. However long. You know what I mean? That's yeah, have the dude. You ain't you work out in the garage. Work out in the garage. Why your husband make you work out in the garage? I don't know. He's so controlling and insecure. He doesn't trust me. Meanwhile, you was cheating with a personal trainer. That's that's mm -hmm. in stone. That's there. Yeah. Yeah. Um I'm glad to hear you say that. My gut tells me is you get a babysitter today for the kids. Oh okay. boy, come on. And I'm going to tell you what I would do off the top of my head, okay? Mm -hmm. Okay. I would have a place to stay for me. Okay. And I would have this conversation um, in a private place. If you think for a second it's going to go – I mean, it sounds like he's a safe guy. He's not going to – Man, what is he talking – man, I need my own show. Come <laughs> on, what is he talking about? You never disclose this in a private space. You always go public. So they don't flip the hell out. You go in a crowded ass restaurant and sit in the middle. Sit in the, you ask the waiter, get me in the middle table in the middle of the room. And then you tell her ass right over a super salad. Uh, yeah, baby. Uh, I've been fornicating with women at the gym. So she don't blow the hell up. All right. Now she blow the hell up. You're going to have a lot of people recording. <laughs> so she got to hold her peace. And then you dip. <laughs> you pay the bill. You just leave a hundred at the uh, counter, at the front counter, like you was at Denny's. Leave a hundred. Hey, whatever she damages on her, and then you go on. You be out. You be like, definitely not. Okay. Um, these conversations are often great with a counselor, with somebody else there. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, if you have a mentor couple that knows, you may want to let them know that this is happening and they can be there with you or if you have full mm -hmm. trust and uh, my wife would want me to have this conversation with her in person because right. then she could kill me and no one would ever ever find the body right? Yeah. <laughs> um, right but every couple's different come on man okay um but Let's you need get to get this. your get kids on with this. out of the home and then have a place to go and you can offer it i've okay. got a hotel that i've put a deposit on and i'm willing to go if you want me to go spend the night somewhere else <laughs> right and he okay. may say no i don't want that whatever but i think that's a, okay. a fair statement no you gotta go you may yeah. need a night to cool off yeah okay and know that what else you he got? may say i don't want you coming around my family during thanksgiving mm -hmm. our family during thanksgiving um or maybe we're gonna do thanksgiving or none of us are going you know, everything gets sideways right. and that's okay. where you need to be pretty loose hold everything pretty loose and be accommodating um because you're gonna blow his world up yep for a second time, right? She's crying again. Mm -hmm. Yes. If you could go back and do this over again, would you do it different? What would you do different? Oh, God. Come on. I would have told him the first time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Found out. But how, about, how about you wouldn't have cheated on him? You gave you a, He gave you an out. If you would have do, did it over, what would you do better? I wouldn't have succeeded the personal trainer at the 24-hour fitness. No, I would have tell him when I cheated. 
Come on. Everything over, about everything for sure. Let's back up before that. Yeah, exactly. Oh, um, she <laughs> she got no conscience, man. She got no conscience. Oh, before that. Oh, okay. Uh, maybe I would have been faithful. Jesus. You can't help some of these people, bro. Well, I would not be talking to somebody like I wasn't married. Yeah. <laughs> or not, well, how do I say it? Like um, presenting myself as single or mm-hmm. maybe that I just wasn't fully committed to my marriage or something. Gotcha. So she been, she been in these streets. You hear what she said? She said, I wouldn't be presenting myself as single. I wouldn't be out here doing things that lead to the affair. I wouldn't be doing this. I wouldn't be doing. She'd been doing this, bro. This is not the first time she cheated. This is not the first time. She'd been doing this already. Now she's got a guilty conscience because it's getting close to home. And they're in marriage counseling. And she's got to tell. Like, it, it was out of control. It was out of control. So it wasn't a one-off. She'd been doing this. In these streets. She'd been doing this with her friends. She'd been going to girls' nights out. She, look, I guarantee you she's been doing this and close to this with many men. Matter of fact, he need to get DNA tests on all them damn kids. Mm-hmm. Shout out to old, or old Dirty Bastard, ODB, for the DNA tests. He need to get DNA tests for all his kids. So here we are, right? Yep. So do me a favor now. She's crying. Um, I want you to let me know how the conversation goes, okay? Okay. And I'll also tell you one piece of advice I learned from a crisis responder that works here too. Mm-hmm. Facts are your friends. Don't beat around the bush. Be very direct and be very short-winded. Okay. Okay? Got it. I've been yeah. lying to you for the last two months. Two months? I did sleep with this guy, and I can't lie to you anymore. You're worth more than that, and I love you, and I realized I screwed up, and I had to say it, period, and that's where the conversation stops. Okay. Okay? Not a long, drawn-out story of, of, of. Yeah. Um, okay. But a, be direct and be di- incredibly honest. Sorry for letting y'all and, listen um, to this part of the show. And then go from there, okay? He got nothing to say. Okay. She I she will. at 304. That's Let what me know how that goes. She got nothing. Oh well. And um, <laughs> we'll be thinking about you, okay? Yeah, I'll be thinking about okay, you. Thank I've you. been thank thinking you about you. Right. I've been thinking about you. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Thinking about you. Ooh, girl. I've been thinking about. Damn, he destroyed. Dude, this is a marriage cup. Ladies, call, call, call me up. Call me up and tell me you've been cheating on your husband. I'll give you the run up, rundown. Let's get through all these super chats and cash apps, man. This is the world we live in now. By the way, I was a personal trainer. You guys know. All right. You guys know I'm a personal trainer. I was. I, I still am. You know what I mean? Um, I still am a personal trainer. So I have a certification in strength and conditioning from uh, National Strength and Conditioning Association. Probably haven't re-upped my dues in a minute. Uh, but uh, the, the truth is, these things do happen in gyms. Gyms are... Are, are petri dishes for affairs, right? Because you're doing things that are very sexual-like, that your endorphins are high, your endorphins are kicking in, you're feeling good about yourself, you're making changes in your bodies, you're wearing scantily clad outfits. A lot of the body positions that you're positioning yourself in are very sexual. Hip thrusts, you know, squats, a lot of uh, ab thrusting and crunching and curling. So a lot of it does mimic sexual activity. You're panting, you're inhaling and exhaling, you're grunting. A lot of it is sexual. So you will get a lot of sexualization out of your 
out of your training. And uh, people typically do look good in the gym or they're trying to look good. And so you will get this. So gyms are pseudo sexual places with sometimes without the sexual activity, uh, but sometimes with the sexual activity or it can lead to sex. So people that want to disconnect gym and sex, you're, you're basically being a little bit naive. OK, they're very similar to each other um, in, in a variety of ways. But people don't want to acknowledge that truth and try to disconnect. Well, when I'm in the gym, I'm not thinking about sex. Come on, man. It is what it is. It is what it is. And so let's deal with the truth before we put ourselves in situations like this with our spouses because we want to just act ignorant about it. Oh, well, it's not that. It don't be late. It's never that. It's always that. You're lying down on the floor in open spaces, stretching your legs out. Come on, man. It is what it is. So I will tell you, these things do happen in gym environments. Um, affairs do happen. Uh, hookups do happen. Personal trainers sometimes get some peace leave. You know what I mean? It's not always what they're looking for. An immature trainer will use sex as a way to leverage against clients. I often told personal trainers to not do that because you're going to ruin your reputation as a trainer in the community. Therefore, husbands and men won't trust their wives because the husbands are most of the time paying for these sessions. So husbands won't trust their wives to you. You're actually ruining your reputation, especially if you're in a small gym. So don't get involved in that. If you're a single male, um, if you're a single male, maybe um, a, a young trainer. But if you're an old advanced trainer, you know that that's not going to help your business. So let's see here. Let's get to all these sponsors, man. Shout out to Brian Horsley. He says, uh, Dr. John Deloney needs to get you on as a guest host. He definitely does. He definitely does. I need to I need to get him on there for show. He needs to get me on his show so I can lay down a hammer over there. Jay Rodriguez, every simps world, he says, um, my girl is different. She loves me. Anybody that goes into relationships with full faith and trust is a fool. Okay, you must have standards. You must have understandings of what you're going to accept and not accept because human beings are fallible. I don't trust human beings just like I don't trust snakes in the grass. Just because you're a human being and you think love is about trust, uh, that's what you think. People violate trust all the time, okay? And so you must go in there and say, if you do this, I would never do that. No, 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 no. I don't care what you say you're never going to do. If you do this, this is the consequences. Or this is what I'm going to accept. This is, this is how far I'm going to accept. Not allow. This is what I'm going to accept from you. The minute you violate this particular trust, you get all exceptions removed. And then I go. Now you go. I go. I go. And so you remove this element of controlling and insecure and untrustworthy. You set boundaries. These are my boundaries. But people, uh, women oftentimes get you to remove these boundaries by saying trust. Oh, just trust me. Trust. Relationships are about trust. No, they're not. Relationships are about boundaries. Relationships are about boundaries. Put your boundaries up. And if she steps over the line, you make sure she understands that you have the power to walk away. Not to sit there and stand and negotiate once she steps over the boundaries. It's the gun line. You step your ass over the gun line. You so much as step your ass, put your nose across that gun line. I'm taking your nose off. Not physically, but metaphorically. You step your ass, you put your ass across that gun line is getting shot off. Okay. You get punished. 
So relationships are about boundaries. It's not about trust. All right. You can go into relationships with a lack of trust with the person. You should. Okay. You should. You should make sure that they make sure they told a line of what you're going to accept, not allow. You use the word allow, they're going to call you controlling. This is what I'm going to accept. This is not what I'm going to accept. Period. All right. So uh Timothy Garnett, look up on YouTube on that geo. Home record penguin. The female penguin chooses the home record penguin over her original lover, and it was a crazy fight. Um, I can't use the Nat Geo. Um, just be, remember, I just used the fertility video, and I got all kind of copyrights. All right, so I can't use stuff like that, but I'll look it up. PI double is in the building. Shout out to you. All right, Adrian, Adrian, Ayo, Adrian over here. All right, where'd your super chat go? Hey, where, Adrian, where'd you go, brother? You're that far up. Adrian Paul TV. Shout out to Coach Greg. Last night's stream was crazy as hell. Keep bringing the info. Thanks for what you do for men. Guys, stay on your grind. I'm not trying to get you guys hemmed up out here. All people are capable of cheating. Don't let nobody sit up there. Well, I would never do. That means jack zero to me. I don't care what you say you never going to do. That means nothing to me. I'll never do that. So you don't have to worry about me. That's what they're doing. That's manipulation. What you should say is, instead of saying, I would never do that, saying, I'll make sure that you understand that although I'm capable of doing this, I'll make sure I give you the honor and give you the position of authority to let you know I'm not going to do that. And should I do that? I accept the consequences. That whole I'll never do that means nothing to me. You're going to hide behind religion and morality and what you're never going to do until your ass get in, in the position to do it. Okay, it means zero. There have been a lot of human beings that said they would never do something and they did it. Okay, so saying you're never going to do it means zero. Period. Shout out to Gunslinger says last night's show was a banger coach. I saw the original episode on soft white underbelly. As always, men hold the line. Hold the line. Watch my last night's episode. Moose Hefner says, coach, here's a bottle of water for your victory lap. Again, the victory lap. All right, the victory lap. Yesterday's, I, I took a victory lap for show. All right. Uh, ACDC says, Coach, do you think the new finesse will be I'm not cheating? It's not cheating if it's my job. Meaning OnlyFans, prawn, sugar daddies, because uh, young dudes will fall for that. Guys, I've had girls from Seeking Arrangement that have boyfriends. Guys, it's a new day. I don't know if you guys know what's going on out here. Guys, it's a new day. And young men are at a major disadvantage in relationships because um generations x and millennials and and baby boomers don't understand that gen x is much more open sexually than we were and it's a more accepted we might have had open we might have had sexuality issues but it wasn't put out in the open or was it accepted by the norms? In their culture, they got poly, polyamory, polygyny, more polyamory than polygyny. You got women that are going to be um, uh, uh, ethically non-monogamous. You got 138,000 genders. You got people that believe they can switch their gender, but then date people of the same sex. You don't know what the hell people are doing today. So much so that if a Gen Z guy wants a relationship, and uh, he doesn't have the finances to support her, he has to accept her being on OnlyFans. He has to accept her having a sugar daddy if he wants the girl. 
if he wants the girl, he has to accept it. He has to accept the, his woman going, well, I'm bisexual and I have a girlfriend over here. I know plenty of couples like that, young couples like that. It's wild out here, guys. And so if the guy wants a chance, he has to accept many of these things if he wants that type of girl. And then in the middle of all that, she can switch her gender and say, well, I'm still the same person. This is what Gen Z has to uh, deal with. All right. Shout out to Chris. I'll tell you, I have had several girls from Seeking that have boyfriends, that have open relationships. That It's, it's the Wild West out here now. It's not all monogamy anymore. Anyway, man, shout out to Christopher Serdak says, today, any girl under 30 and over a five is monetized somehow. Know it, accept it, and use it. And I think I proved my point on that yesterday about the spectrum. Anybody that wants to disagree with me, I, I don't go after those type of girls. I go after this type of girls. You don't know what type of girl she is or was. You have no clue. You're dealing with the same girls I'm dealing with. We're just dealing with them in a different way. So while you're running game on them and while you're trying to sneak out some free peace leave, she's selling a little bit. She's celibate. She's buying a bit. She's licking carpet over here. She got boyfriend over there. She got sugar daddy over here. And she letting you run game, occasionally getting some free peace leave on her off day. So don't play with me. <laughs> She's selling feet pictures to me. And then all of a sudden she'll show up in church. <laughs> and says, I might have some gas money for that Amazon driver coach. The attraction spectrum you talk about is true. Shout out to the nasty boys. The attract it's a spectrum, guys. There's no uh compartmentalizing women anymore. They kind of experience life uh because they have the time to do it now. Before, before the age of 25, most of them will be trying to get married. But now they can say, I'll experience life in my 20s. I'll completely trick it away, go through a complete spectrum of different changes and options, and then maybe by 30, I'll find a good guy. And that's you. But that's the, that's the time we live in. Guys, I don't complain about this, by the way. People think I'm complaining about women. I actually enjoy this as a single man because the junior college is litty. <laughs> the junior college is litty for a man my age. I'm sitting over here like, good Lord. <laughs> I'm sitting over here like, this is great for me. But if I was, if I was a 20-year-old male, this would suck. It would suck. All right, Aunt Augustine Romero says, I had to tell my girlfriend that I've been with for one year that I've lost feelings. He says, give me the buzzer, Ed, at 20. Oh, boy. Well, yeah, you, you lost feelings, all right. Raul says, coach is spitting bars. Shout out to the coach gang. Shout out to Sizzle and the rest in peace to T-Mon. All right, Mask Man says, coach, did you see the FDA had a major breakthrough with contraceptive pills for men I'm going to go get me a few bottles. I'm tired of condom sex in here. All right. Oh, boy. Yeah. You know, we got to have that issue in discussion about the condom sex. <laughs> but uh, I don't know if I'll be gulping down any pills yet for contraceptive because um, they're going to have major league side effects. So I would wait to see what happens to the rest of the ham and eggers before I gulp them down. And I'll roll the dice on the Jimmy hacks. No, just kidding. Anyway, shout out to Eric McGee says cheating on your spouse in Milwaukee, Wisconsin is a felony, but of course they would never charge a woman. Of course, he says maybe use as leverage in a divorce court for gentlemen. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've known a guy who actually lives in 
Carolina, I believe in North Carolina, they have an alienation of affection law in which you can divorce a wife and say alienation of affection if you can prove that she is a cheater. I'm not sure about Milwaukee, Wisconsin, but again, uh, many times in family court, uh, you cannot sue. They will not go after and prosecute wives for affairs anymore. Uh, they'll prosecute you, but they won't prosecute her. Shout out to everybody who hit the like button. Let's get over 1,000 likes. Let's get over 1,000 likes. Hit me with the like button. Take a second and pause and hit the like button. Asriel says, Kaylee went to the gym to get her a Chad and Tyrone. Maddie? 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 Yeah, man, hey, man. Everybody knows the gym. See, as human beings, we live in a denial phase, right? We don't want to be seen as doing wrong intentionally. We'll sum up our wrongs by saying it was a mistake. But if you trace back the person's steps, you will see that they made intentional steps to put themselves in a harm's way or a cheating scenario. Meaning, girls' nights out. I'm just going out with the girls and having a drink. And then the 40th time she goes out, she's getting ramrodded by Ben Roethlisberger in the bathroom. And then she will say, it just happened. No, it didn't just happen. You set that up. You actually set it up enough times to not get caught. And then all of a sudden, I let my guard down, and then it happened. So we want to be seen as making an accident. So you went to the gym dressed up to the nine in your cute gym outfit multiple times, getting the attraction of the trainer, signing up with the trainer, and then showing up in peak condition for the trainer, showing up in your scantily. Let me show you how scantily clad the, out the outfits are. And then all of a sudden, when the cheat, when the cheating happens, when the cheating happens, oh, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. It just happened. <laughs> okay. I didn't intend for it to happen. It just happened. This is what this is what we do as human beings. This is a very big flaw of humanity. They set up the friendship. They set up the text message exchange. Oh, I'm just texting them about training. And then all of a sudden, then it'll escalate, which it normally will. Somebody will escalate it. Oh, I don't really, oh, it's getting out of control. Oh, I don't really want this to happen. Oh, it just happened. No, it did just not happen. If you went back to the original position, you set it up and put yourself in position for it to happen, period. You and literally put yourself in position to have it. By the way, Van Glorious, this is protected by the red, the black, and the green with the key, sissies. By the way, anybody know her personal information? I would like to talk to her about why she's doing this in the gym. So if you could forward her information to the coach, I would like to do some research. I'd like to ask her a couple of questions. <laughs> anyway, Lord have mercy. Talk about foldable. This is why I'd be at the junior college right here. Because I would like to know. I want to know. I want to know what turns you on. I want to know. Shout out to Clifford Charles. He says, peace leave over coffee. He says, oh, yeah, it was a Chad or a Tyrone. Husband paid the bills. Now she's trying to have her fun. Got to get my bag and run. <laughs> All right. Shout out to Azriel's up, Coach. I know I don't super chat as much as others, but here's a little something for tuition. I'll send more later. You've been on fire. He says, I want to get back into the money mindset. Shout out to Nova as well. Shout out to you, man. Thank you, sir. Uh, do what you do out here, man. Do what you do. Shout out to Ted says, I've been introduced to, hung out with, and had slots 
with all of the guys my exes inevitably left me for. Telling you, this is a strategy that they use to make you lower your guard. Most men that they cheat with tend to be men that you know. Very rarely does she travel, you know, 50, 300 miles to cheat on you. It does happen, but even then, she will make it an introduction. It'll happen to be somewhere where you both went to. Why don't we go to this restaurant tonight? Oh, hi, Ed. Here, Ed. Ed, this is my husband. I didn't know you would be here. And she happened to set it up so that they would be there together. It happens. This is a, this is to lighten your uh, defenses. This is to lower your defenses. Ed says she dissed her hubby, then called in and laughed about the situation. There's no masculine frame for these wild horses over here, just the free agent lifestyle. This is a this is a complication that goes on, guys. I'm telling you, she's married with two kids for five years, and he's already in this mess. So are all marriages and relationships going to do this? No. Do they have the ability to do this? Yes. This is a consequence of getting into relationships today. Whether you want to deal with this or not, the way you avoid it is not getting into relationships. But you're highly likely to get into this relationship. I mean, to this issue. It's highly likely today with WhatsApp, Snapchat, DMs, text messages, disappearing text messages, apps, women's ability to not be, well, their ability to be handled with kid gloves, should they do these things? No mandatory DNA tests of kids or tests of kids getting to leave with a bag, even if you were the one to cause the marriage to uh, disrupt by having an affair. Bruh, this is a major gamble. It's a major league gamble. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I'd rather not go out with like this anymore. I'd rather not go out like this. I'm not rolling the dice on this. Not when there's a financial investment related to this. I'm not rolling the dice. Yeah, man. It's it's crazy out here. Shout out to Harold Legurmi says, fire, fire your Kaylee before you do. He says, roar on them feet, P.S., we need a proper dark side sound. We definitely do. We need a dark side sound. I'm going to come up with one, but that doesn't have a copyright. All right. People always send me one. They send me one, and it's the Star Wars thing. I'm like, <laughs> I can't use that. But, um, yeah, man, you got to fire your girl before she fires you. And if you fire her and she begs her way back, especially if you caught her doing something, do not take her back because it's only setting yourself up to get fired by her. Shoot, shooting from the sky says, I wonder if she goes to bed with the trainer dripping <laughs> from her peace leave. Then the husband enters after. Little do you guys know they have the ability to do that. Okay. They have the ability to do that. So be careful with that one. Okay. Um, and, this, and especially if you've been cheating on your spouse, which I don't encourage. Um, I don't know why you would get married and cheat on your wife, but people do that too. There's no need to do that in 2022. If you're a cheater, if you think you're going to want other women, do, just don't marry. But what I'm going to tell you is um, sometimes a wife will have to do some pity duty for you to keep you off the scent. Meaning if she keeps turning you down, you're going to figure it out. So she could come from Chad and Tyrone's house and then give you some peace leave and you following up and you kissing all on her, tasting his kids. It happens. 
it's a sad deal. Shout out to Channel 1800 says, Coach, he blessed. He says, you never prove this shizzy. He says, I mean, or you never prove this. And he says, uh, I've seen this gump before. Man, China, man, China, man, China. He says, all counselors are females and they will tell the wench to leave. One super chat is not enough to describe my 18 years of hell. Yes, one of the reasons why I would not have a female as a counselor is because they will have female own group preference, even if the woman is the violator, uh, because sometimes the woman will set it up as you're the violator and then later on be exposed as a violator. And then the female counselor has a tendency to protect her, right? And say, well, you did it because of all of these things you introduced to me as his violation. So they will have their own bias towards the woman tend to. And then male counselors tend to be like Dr. John. Completely with kid gloves. So it's really tough out here for men to get any favor. Any favor. Shout out to Delbert Harry. He says, better leave before she leaves him. 100%. And the next thing she's going to do is search for him doing something suspect. So that then it's not as bad. So she might hold on to the information. She might accuse him of cheating. She might try to find and look up his text messages. And if he was cheating on her, then it's going to be a reason for her to say, this is why I cheated on you. So be careful with that. Uh, this is why you got to find out if she's doing something dirty, you got to pull the, the rug from up under her foot before she gets you. All right, shout out to Billy the Kid. Or Billy Kid says, never get married, fellas. This game is set up for us to lose. I bet $100 the trainer was a brother and done clapped them cheeks to kingdom come. <laughs> he clapped them cheeks. I know it was a brother. You could tell. I mean, she should have just gone ahead and disclosed that it was a black guy. All right. Because then that would put extra as much as people would hate to understand that that would put extra on that scenario. If it was a black guy. Oh, boy. All right. Shout out to that. Shout out to uh, speaking my mind. He says she's not going to say nothing. She ain't going to say nothing. She's going to find out if he's cheating first. And uh, a lot of married people have experienced this. See what the, the thing about marriage is I'm exposing marriage. I'm actually taking the magic of marriage away. A lot of married people don't disclose this information, but as a person that was previously married, I will disclose to you this fact. Both spouses will have done some suspect things outside of their marriage. And one of the spouses may catch a D, uh, 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 what do they call it? A STD or a STI. In which it might not got fit, might not get fixed in time for her or him to get sex from their spouse and transmit the STI that they got from outside their marriage to their other spouse. In which, if both spouses are doing dirt, neither one of them will open up to their spouse that they caught an STI because they don't know which one transmitted the STI to each other. And that's a 100% fact. That happens a lot. They literally will not open their mouths because they'll sit there going, hmm, I got this rash. I got this pink burning sensation when I urinate. I got a, uh, what do they call it? A um, UTI. I got a urinary tract infection. I'm sick. And they'll go about trying to figure out or co coming up with some sort of excuse as to why they're sick. And then meanwhile, one of them or both had did dirt. 
but they won't tell the other spouse. It's a sick game out here. And it happens. It's more common than you know. It's more common than you know. Shout out to Caleb Ross. So if, you're, if your wife, all of a sudden, I just want you to keep this in mind. If she has a UTI, you better be thinking, uh, wait, what? <laughs> what happened? She catch that yeast infection? Hmm? She gets a rash, cold sore on her lip. This is for husbands. You better watch out, bro. You better go ahead and go and get that STI. Go take her to the lab. There's labs all over your county. Um, there's labs that will you can do a whole test analysis of all STDs. You can get a whole panel done for less than 200 bucks. Just go on and take her there. Don't take her to her doctor because they have to do use privacy. Take her. Hey, let's let's both get an STD panel. Let's go get an STI panel. Why, why would we need that? Let's go get it. <laughs> Pissing out razor blades. Uh-huh. It's a fact. It's a known fact. But people don't talk about this because they keep these things quiet from you knuckle draggers out here. Where are we at here? Uh, Caleb Bruce C says uh, she's, I think Caleb Rouse says uh, she got a two and a four-year-old and just willingly blew up her family that's a sad thing uh to automatically now he's got to survive how many years uh some 16 years so he's free of this woman uh xerox says hard times make strong men strong men make good times and good men good times make weak men and weak men make hard times delete weak men and there will still be hard times because all men serve weak women or at least the majority I like that. Speaking my mind, coach, this is a definite, definite, wait, there is a definite definition for Jack Shack. Look it up. So this is a common phrase, Jack Shack. He said, she's shit with the Jack Shack. All right. It is. It's a place like a seedy massage parlor or a modeling studio or a gentleman's spa where you can get a hand job for a reasonable price. Now we know. I never heard of it as the Jack Shack. Speaking my mind, Coach, I got you already. Aber, we're going to call you a lion. 2010 says, thank you, Coach, for all you do. Here's a little Sutton towards your Jack Chat membership card. Channel 1800 says, go lay pipe, deliberately get sick, then share. Undisputed man says, Coach, was one of the trainers cracking her back out here. Oh, boy. Man, I used to have a couple of... uh I had a couple of wives. I, let me just say this. I'll, I'll, I'll just say this first. I have, I've trained a lot of wives. Some wives never had anything with me. All right. They literally, it was literally, we never blurred lines and I never pushed the envelope. Like I, for me, I was so interested in getting my business up that I never was a, not never. I rarely ever was a personal trainer to try to get sex out of clients. Okay. Now, um, if they were single, I rarely did it, but women offered me. And I rarely took the offer, but I have taken the offer. All right. I'm just saying, I'm not going to say I've never done it. I have taken the offer, especially if they were young. You know what I mean? Like legally. But when it comes to wives, I've had a few wives be, um, what do you call it on me? Sweet on me. In public, in the gym. And other clients and other people around the gym um, would be like, wow, like they're like, boy, you got to watch out for her. Oh, she's sweet on you. I remember I had this one wife. Um, 
that I had a little class in the morning. So the group was like four to six people and she would come in and she would be melting in front of me and she would be nervous and jittery. She would come up and give me a long ass hug in front of everybody. And the even the male married clients would be like, boy, God dang, like, wow. It was like she was ready to give it to me right then and there. All right. And she would listen. I've been I've been introduced to her husband. You know what I mean? I went to parties, Halloween parties at her house. And what I'm saying is it happens. It's a natural thing. Sometimes it happens. And I never slept with her. I never pushed the envelope or any of that type of stuff. And I see her all the time now. And she's not sweet on me like that anymore. But there must have been something going on, on in her marriage that at that time I served as her getaway. And it was like, wow, man. Now, uh, uh, at that point in my life, I was just starting my training business. So I was not trying to F up my business. I was like, no, man, no, 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 no. I don't want to mess my business up. I want my business. I want my reputation to be clean because I want husband in this area. The husbands are primarily the earners here. And so they're using their husband's money to pay for sessions. Last thing I want to do is have the husband run up in the gym paying for sessions for their wife to get their back blown out. And I lose my reputation in that gym. Yeah. So I, no, man, I I literally am a guy that can draw the line between business and pleasure. Not a lot of guys can do this. And I always tell guys, man, look, don't shit where you eat. Don't eat where you shit. There's enough peace leave out here. If you're married, don't cheat. Why? Just stay single. If you're at work and a girl's coming on to you, just leave her alone. You, there's too much peace leave out here. It ain't worth it. Why would I ruin everything that I work for and sacrifice for and let it go all down the drain just so I can bone somebody's wife? Forget that, bro. It ain't worth it. It ain't worth it. But guys, you guys got to be able to be strong enough to uh, do that. There's too much damn peace leave out here. And I can take the money I'm getting from the wife and they'll go buy some peace leave if, if it's hurting that bad. I don't need to go get no free peace leave from no wife and ruin my whole business and my reputation. Nope. So I draw the line. I've had three female roommates slept with none of them because I wanted them to pay their rent and the air conditioning bill without having to go through. Well, we're sleeping together. So that was kind of payment. No, 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 no. Put the check on the table and I'll make sure the rent's paid. I'm not playing that game about I'm transacting rent through peace leave because women will play that game. Soon as you get sex from them, they will start pulling back. Well, my check is going to be late, but I will sleep with you for an extra. No. Mm. <laughs> Guys, start taking control of your damn uh, libido. Realize that there's multiple sex opportunities out here, and you don't have to get it from the first woman that offers it to you. That's how you gain control out here in this life. All right. Shout, shout out to Wayne Figgity. He says, I wouldn't present myself as single. And that was a quote from her. And she says, uh, blame shifting, saying she cheated because she got attention instead of because she was looking for attention. 100%. She was actually trying to go out there and say she she did a lot of blame shifting. She should just own up to what she did, which she kind of did. But Nate Bitt says, um, Google what gymnasiums mean in Greek coach. Oh, yeah, yeah. I believe it means a place for naked. I remember learning this in college. Because gymnasiums in, in events like this used to be done in the nude. 
It used to be done in the nude. So it was a place for body worship. Um, the Olympics were done all in the nude. So a lot of these things we get, we don't understand that subliminally they had a meaning that we don't interpret as the meaning here now. But gymnasiums, let me see here. Uh, let me see what it came up with here. I'm going to see what worked. Here we go here. Ancient Greece men uh, commonly exercised naked. A lot of gyms and all of that stuff were done in the nude. And so when you come back now, I'm not sure. I'm not pulling up the exact definition of what you. Oh, here we go right here. Exercise naked. Gymnasium comes from the Greek word gumnazo, which gumnazo means exercise and gumnos means naked. So let's just go back and give you a little bit of proof here. There's your proof right there. Okay, so a lot of these words we use and we don't know the true meaning of. But um, because we're pure, we're, we come from a Puritan background in our country, how, the way our country is developed, we feign ignorance when we actually are doing something that was actually naturally in the purpose for doing it. Uh, exercising naked, exercising scantily clad. We're actually doing this and then we're trying to, as a Puritan way to preserve the Puritan ideas of our country, we're trying to act like this is not a uh, sexual activity. It's a very sexual activity. <laughs> it was intended to be a sexual activity. It was intended to display the nude, uh, the nude body. And so we will put these people in these um, small areas, nude or damn near nude, and then act like there's no sexual activity going on there. There's act like there's no sexual interest and act like people are perverts. Guys, it was meant to be perverted. It was meant to be open sexually. It was meant to be to explore sexually. That's what it was meant to be. But this is because we are Puritans in our development of that at this country. We disconnect the two. We disconnect the two. When it nearly is what it means. But this is this is why we play we play with science and biology a lot in our country. And we we disconnect a lot. We go, oh no. These are two different things when it's exactly that. And even when I say it, people are saying, this is not true. It's true. <laughs> so whether you want to admit it or not, that's your problem. So anyway, shout out to that, Nate Bick. Um, Android 99 says, coach, bet that Becky was on all kind of head meds. Probably so. Probably so. All right, uh, Slick Vision says, get that bag and run. Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> Shout out to you. Yeah, all the pheromones going on there, all the smell, the sweat, the, 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 the panting, the out of breath, the flushed skin, the veins popping out of head. All of it, all of it is very close to sex. Uh, have you seen people squat? Have you seen? This is why you're aroused by, by exercise videos. <laughs> I mean, come on, you see a woman squat down, you're like, but there's, it's nothing sexual. And you're a pervert if you think so. Nah, man. Don't play with me. <laughs> the stretching. Come on, man. Yeah, the pupils are dilated. Everything about it. The panting, the, the grunting. Everybody, everything mimics sex in the gym. And as we just exposed, it was meant to be. Uh, zero fallout says, like you said, coach, once you understand their nature, you can't love them. Lying is built in to their DNA. It is. And oftentimes we excuse it as if they're not liars, Puritan stuff. It's how they survived since the cave caveman days when tribes got conquered. Ex Exes had to put loyalty away. 
and think of her life. This is the spoils of war. She had to say, hey, I love this person, but you know what? I got to go over here if I want to survive. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, yoga studios. You go into a yoga studio, if sex doesn't pop up in your head, or if you claim that sex doesn't pop up in your head and you're in a yoga studio, I can't trust another word you say out of your mouth. You ain't thinking about sex and you're a yoga studio? She. Where's that picture? Where's that picture of the guy um, helping? He was the yoga teacher. Somebody give me the name. Somebody Googled it. I Googled it before. Give me the name of the dude, the yoga picture, where the yoga teacher had his hands all up on the client's peace leave. I was like, yo. <laughs> Let me see here. I was like, good night. Um, student. Where is that? Let me see here. <laughs> here goes some funny pictures right here. Okay. I can't. This is not the picture. Um, but here goes some pictures right here. <laughs> Let me show y'all this. So this is going to be yoga. All right. Uh, yogi. I call it yogi. So this is the, I, I put up Beaker in yoga. Look at these pictures, bro. Look at these pictures, man. Now he got caught up in all kinds of scandal with his uh, uh people. These women came out. Oh, he did this. He did that. A uh, little did they know they were, they were cheating. They were, they were uh basically just a number for him. Look, look at these pictures, man. Look at, look at this picture right here, bro. And she up in there is just a smiling. Look at this dude right here. <laughs> Come on, bro. You telling me yoga's not about sex? Yoga's 100% about sex, man. Look at this dude right here. Look at this. You can't tell me, bro. But see, people will, because we're Puritans, we will disconnect. Oh, here it is. This is the picture I was talking about right here. This is the picture right here. Look at this picture, bro. Look at this picture. This dude got his hand. He helping them in the post. He got his hand all up in a piece lead, bro. Hold up. There's nothing sexual going on in there. <laughs> These women lining up to be in his class. This is not sexual. You're just a pervert, Colt. You're just a pervert. And your wife going to yoga, and she doing this right here. This your wife. This is your wife, yogi instructor. This is why she going to, what's that place they go to all the time? The more common place they go to, I can't remember what it's called. Is it Bahrain? I can't remember what they call. Where's the place that the women always go now recently? It's like the new place to go. It's a new travel uh, destination. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. Is it Bikram? No, no, not Bikram. There's a place they go now and they go uh, They go for yoga now. Not Dubai. Not Orsi. Bali. Bali is the one. Bali. Bali. So there it is. So now these girls are all running to Bali and they're doing yogi and they're getting their yoga certification and they're going to go train under a master yogi. They go on to Bali and they, did, they, they doing this right here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was in Bali and it was just a wonderful experience here. I got to learn and train under the best yogi in Bali. 
Hey, by the way, sex tourism from women is very high. But they don't want to let you know. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. You know what I'm talking about? They hide it. And then when you say you going to Thailand, they looking at you suspect. They like, what are you going to Thailand for? I bet you you're going for some uh, messed up reason. You trying to go get some junior college under junior college peace leave, huh? But they going to Bali. All right. Yeah. Uh-huh. I've flown myself to Paris. I've done Greece. I've island hopped. I've done all of that. <laughs> People must hate me. <laughs> People hate me for doing what I'm doing, but I pull up all kind of proof of when I do say what I do. All right. When I say what I do, I literally come up with proof. Where are we at? Uh, Joshua Moon says, coach for the win. Yes, indeed. Ed, the 304 detector, detector says, great breakdown with gyms being a rest haven for hookups. Another great example would be that TV program, Dancing with the Stars. Almost all the dancers have hooked up with their dance partners. That's another one. That's a dead giveaway. Oh, I'm going to take salsa classes. That's a dead giveaway what's about to happen. All right? It is a pheromone uh, endorphin based activity which you're gonna hold the partners close you already know what's going down whether you're male or female you always know what's going down the dancers are gonna hook up with the dance partner period highly likely is it always gonna happen no but it's very highly likely and why not you're doing something that is arousing it's meant to arouse but we're puritans so we disconnect we do a lot of disconnecting as a way to make ourselves feel better about ourselves and more puritan all right, but so we all act like, oh, I'm not going to, it's never going to happen. And then you put yourself in a scenario and you don't realize. <sighs> now, all of a sudden, you holding you close and you can feel every breath and you're putting your cheeks together. It's going to be a mess. <laughs> it's going to be a mess. Stop trying to be pure, around here. Yeah. You touching her butt, low back. Alex Lopez, thank you, coach. Finally had a chance to contribute to your channel. Keep holding masculine frame out here. My wife better not cheat with her dance instructor. And she will. The black blur, you ain't lying, coach. Some chick on Fresh and Fit said she would rather be Future's 10th baby mom than be with Joe Schmo. Hit her with the buzzer. He says, I'm Gen Z, but at least I can't wait. Uh, I can wait knowing I can say in the future. I got money. Yeah. So that is what we call um, the dual mating strategy of women. I think today's women. When they say I can do bad all by myself, I want you to understand this. This is not a critique, a critical critique of women. I don't mind this about women. I understand this about women. I cannot change that about the majority of them. But they would rather be future's tent baby mama than be with a subpar male. When they say I can do bad all by myself, they'll say I'd rather be with the top 20% of men or no men at all. That's okay. It's okay. Not all women will think that, but enough will that will affect the dating market landscape or marketplace significantly. Shout out to Levante. Thank you for becoming a member. ACDC coach, you're certified. How many sets and reps uh, to achieve hypertrophy? Some people will say hypertrophy. All right. Hypertrophy. It's kind of like, um, what do you call it? Um, hypergamy. <laughs> hypergamy. Hypertrophy. Uh, hypertrophy it says uh doing uh them peace leave extensions <laughs> asking for the cga feet department uh he says how many sets of reps to achieve hypertrophy doing them peace leave extensions oh boy. 
Boy. Oh, it's a mess. But the peace leave extensions. <laughs> uh, Channel 1800 says, must be a spy to catch them. In the act, Kochi, almost impossible unless you're smart, weaponized, the STI V, vindictive uh, me on a vengeance, with a vengeance. Yeah, it's, it's hard to catch. It's hard to catch a woman cheating. You're going to be, you're going to pull your hairs out. You got to have a PI. You got to have somebody that, um, you got to have somebody on their tail. You can't catch them on your own because they're very crafty. They will make sure everyone blocks them from cheating. She will have blockers. She will have make sure she catch throws you off the scent. So I would have her hire private eyes. This is why I will say, man, I'm not a private, but we said we're going to invent a private detective uh, thing. You got to catch women with a private detective. Okay. Somebody that's not on her scent. If you try to catch her by yourself, you're going to breathe. Because you know what? Most guys are emotional. Most guys are emotional. You'll catch one thing, and then you'll tip her off that you caught that one small thing. You don't catch her in the act. You'll tip her off that you're on her trail. And then, then she'll be overly protective, and then she'll go through extra lengths to get, uh, deceive you. Now, women don't work like that. Women will let you, She will catch 10 clues before she reveals that she caught one clue and she'll be up under you. She'll let you get some peace leave. She'll feed you dinner. She'll let you live. She won't poison you yet. She'll catch 10 clues before revealing anything. You'll catch one minuscule cl clue. Like, why do you have WhatsApp? Let me go through your WhatsApp and you'll blow the whole thing. You'll blow the cup. You'll blow your cup. The black blurt, but coach, what about the princess of Saudi Arabia that wanted uh, you to train her overseas? Dude, I was not going to smash that. That would be a, I would be a fool, right, to go ahead and get that. Not after she revealed she was a princess. I was like, no. Oh, hell, oh, hell no. I ain't trying to get assassinated. Uh, Cali West Miami, Norbit was based on today's show. He says yoga was in it. Oh, I didn't, I, I've never seen Norbit. But they also had that movie called um, Couples Retreat in which they had an interesting scene with the yoga instructor in there, right? So uh, yoga is sexual. Fitness training is sexual. You have to admit that in order to, if you have one person in denial, let's say you have a spouse and they deny that. I would be concerned. I would say she is going in either naive or she's in denial. And a lot of stuff that we do in our culture, because we are Puritans, we repress sexuality. It's one of the things we do. That means we try to disconnect something as, uh, uh, as going to be involving the spirit of sexuality, which we, because as Puritans, we, we say that sexuality is bad. And anytime sexuality comes up, we put it in a negative light so that, it's always negative when it's brought up. So then it forces us to repress that feeling, which is not healthy to do. We, re we repress the feeling and we act like it's not present. So we disconnect. We actually say men and women can work together. And then when anything sexual comes up and it's against women, we punish 
the male. How could you bring sex into this? We're working right now. Well, just because we're at work doesn't mean there, there's nothing sexual going on. But because we're Puritans and we repress sexual feelings, we actually have to do an unhealthy dance in society of trying to disconnect sex from everything. When it's always ever present. And then when it presents itself, then we come up with a reason why we did it. Well, now the reason why you did it was because it's ever present. That's why you did it. And you were in denial that it wasn't present. And then you caught yourself in a situation. Well, I didn't understand how I could do that because it was there. That's why it was always there. And to die, deny it wasn't there is repressing the feeling, which is not healthy to do. But we do this dance all the time. We do this dance all the time. And then we're surprised when something happens. This is what happens when you're a Puritan. <laughs> anyway. All right. Shout out to uh, John Ellison says, if she swears, she's not looking for attention at the gym. Tell her to wear basketball shorts and watch her say, uh, watch what she says. He says they're manipulative. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't matter what I wear. Same thing. It doesn't matter what I wear. Men should hide and repress all of their feelings when I have my ass cheeks out outside. Now, that's not possible. Biologically, it's not possible to do so. If a man sees your ankles, he could get aroused. Now, don't make the man the enemy because he gets aroused. That actually is what you want him to do when he needs to do it. When he needs to be aroused, you want him to be aroused. But you want to control his arousal. You want to co control his biology. You want to tell him when not to be aroused. See, this is this dance we do when we repress our feelings and we try to separate them. Many societies don't do this. Like in Brazil, they don't do this. In Mexico, they don't do this. They don't do this. You know why? Because they know it's ever present. This is why they can have a weather girl looking like a full out sexual doll. This is why they can have kids in Brazil learning how to twerk from the women on the stage. And it's a, it's a part of their culture. This is why some black families will have kids doing twerking and then they know it's a part of the culture. And then when somebody sexualizes the kid, they go, how do you doing this? Well, they're doing a mating dance, which is sexual. They're, they're being, but we oftentimes do the disconnect. You can't make that kid. Do it. It's very unhealthy of what we do here, but it's not that it's right or wrong. It's just unhealthy. We play with fire. And then when somebody finally gets burned, we come up with all kinds of excuses or we blame someone else or how could he and how could she? We play with fire. Yeah, I'm not a sexual object. Like a woman will get sexually harassed, but she's displaying herself sexually. We're supposed to disconnect the fact that she's out here dressed like this. You're supposed to repress all the feelings and just allow her to do that and not treat her like a sexual object. Despite the fact that her uniform is quite sexual. Somebody will even say, and I'll kind of wrap up the show. Somebody will even say sexy and sex are two different things. This is what Puritans do. She says, I want to feel sexy, but she doesn't want anything related to sex to come her way. That's called sexual repression. That's very unhealthy to do, but we allow it to be done so many times that we don't understand what we're doing is quite damaging to each other. We're actually damaging men. We're actually desensitizing them to sex. We're actually making them 
be quiet in the face of sex and then handle it in private, meaning they go watch prawn. They get addicted to pornography. Um, they overly get addicted to women in, in a sexualizing manner because they're being presented with it all day, but they can't do anything about it until they get home. It's a weird thing we're doing to ourselves. But look, hey, I don't run the country. <laughs> I don't run the country. Y'all do what y'all do because y'all think it's the right thing to do. But on the opposite end, we're all screwed up by these things that we're doing. All right. But it ain't. It's neither me here or there. Last one. I believe this is the last one. Shout out to uh, Rose Cobe Soul. Shout out to you. Sorry, man. I messed up all of that. The music, man, he says, for women, dating is like scratching a lottery ticket, and they will keep scratching even when they they found the winning lottery ticket. Absolutely. So this is why I always have told men why women never give up on dating and relationships. You know, men will give up on dating relationships all the, all the time. But a woman will be in her late 50s and say she's looking for a soulmate. And you're sitting there telling her, throw in the towel. Well, a man in his late 50s will be like, forget it. All right, I don't want to do But a woman in her late 40s will never throw in the towel. Why? Because she still has the ability to hit the lottery and have a man save her. A man by 40 and 45 has figured it out and say, nah, it ain't worth it. Because the worst I can, the best I can get is I become a lottery ticket for a woman. And he'll figure it out and say, forget it. <laughs> Shout out to the coach gang. I'm getting out of here, man. I'm all sweating and stuff. Shout out to everybody. I'm sweating like a black man at a white woman funeral in a yoga studio full of flat back to Kaylee's. That's what I'm sweating like. Coach in here sweating like he in a yoga studio full of flat backs in yoga pants. <laughs> I'm going to take a shower, pause. We out of here, brothers. Enjoy your morning. We'll be back early, earlier late show today. I got an appointment tonight. Staring at you, Martin Luther Lee. We out of here. Peace.